0: Bueller, 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 Bueller.
1: Wake up. Good morning. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Kentucky. Touchdown. Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Victory. Kentucky.
2: Like give your fans what they want. You dingus says she probably smokes marijuana. Hello everybody, happy Wednesday to you, February 21st, 2024, this is Kentucky Roll Call on Roll Big X Sports Radio, cow. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Wednesday game day morning, hope you're having a great start to your hump day, okay. always weird when Kentucky plays on Wednesday and not Tuesday, throws my entire week off, but we're here, it Even is game day, at 9 PM too. cats play tonight, very late. We're still 14 hours out probably from tip because UK is gonna play after Duke Miami. We know there'll be shenanigans in that game and head on over to your ESPN alternative channel to catch the start of the Kentucky and LSU game, but probably won't really start till 705 or 905, 910. So we got a long way to go. but for the next two hours, you're in good hands. We're gonna we're gonna do a little time traveling, make the next two hours go by fast for you. Have some laughs, read some text on the Thornton's text line, and check in with both Scoots and Roush. Justin Kalen, how are you? How's your Wednesday morning
0: going? Uh, a little tired. I did the thing this morning. Well, first of all, it all started last night when I got home after ten o'clock. So I did the thing where I got home, wasn't ready to go to bed. So for whatever reason I stayed up till eleven thirty. Already regretting that today. Slept till 619 this morning. So I woke up and it was one of those mornings that I kind of had to hustle and bustle around the house or else I was going to be late. So I didn't get to spend very much time at the house. I pretty much just went to the bathroom, brushed my teeth and came here. So a little tired, thought I was going to be late, but I was not late. So I'm good. Just, just got to settle in now. Yeah. Just settle down. You're you're here. I'm here. You're you're locked in. You're buckled
2: in. You're ready to go. Uh, sometimes Scoots isn't sleepy at night. That's all right. What what'd you do to fill your time? What well, do you think I did? Scared desk. ask. I, I'm hoping the PG version. You played some Harry Potter. I played some Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Because
1: okay. um, I did the thing when I got home a little bit later. I was like, oh, here's a pretty decent basketball game on, and you probably were too late. It was probably already a blowout by the time you got home. I saw some of Creighton opening up against
0: UConn. Oh, yeah. It was an 18-point game when I got home. I, I wanted to turn that on. I was like, yeah, no. It, that game's over. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I at least was able to turn it on in the first half on the front end of Creighton's 22-6 to run, and it was very evident that they were just going to do the thing where it's like, we're the home team. This crowd is electric, and our short white guy point guard is hitting threes from 28 mm-hmm. feet away. Yeah. When he had one play where he kind of ball faked, and the guy guarding him just left him, uh, you know, six feet behind the three-point line, and he just shot a moonshot that, you know, thought you would hit the ceiling if you were playing in a low-roof low gym. Uh, when he was hitting that shot, it was like, oh, yeah, well, Creighton's winning
2: this game. I was happy to see UConn lose. I, I, yeah. I said something similar, I think, when UNC lost to Georgia Tech. It's just like, all right, let's, let's get some dirt on that resume. UConn's still going to be a number one seed. They're going to be your favorite in March – they are going to be a good chunk of people's national champion pick.
1: Even though we haven't had a back to back in 30
2: years? No, 15. Florida, 0-7, 06, 07. Okay. But it was, okay. I so that, Florida. I hope that's not 30 years. Yeah, that's. We're in big trouble if
1: that's 30 <laughs> years. About 15. So it was Florida, then it was Duke, and then who was before Duke? Don't know. All the way back to UCLA? Yeah, pro- probably. Thinking back in the '80s, can you think of any scoots?
0: Indiana never got any, back uh-uh. to back. They should have. They they missed. But Kentucky beat them, <laughs> and they missed an opportunity <laughs> three separate times. <laughs> Speaking of Indiana
2: and old games, the the clip of Larry Bird saying he wanted to play at UK is making the rounds. Oscar Combs always says it's a more complicated story than just Larry Bird saying he wanted to play at UK, but a big historical what if for Kentucky basketball. That what if being Larry Legend, if he had come to Lexington, would have...
1: Lexington Larry is what they would have called
2: him. Things would be a (laughs) lot different uh, around UK. There'd be a lot of Larry Bird stuff, but that clip's making the rounds. Yeah, happy to see UConn go down. They got pummeled last night. What was the final? 85-66. Sheesh. Yeah. Down 14 at halftime and really... Creighton never looked back there. Tennessee down at halftime. They were on the ropes for a bit, but a big second half. They didn't have to sweat out a game at winless in the SEC, Missouri. Missouri covered, though, right? Missouri covered, yes. Hell nice yeah. system play there for Spears. Come on. And then BYU upsets. I don't, They may not have even been an upset. They may have been favored, but they beat a ranked upset. They're 25. They beat number 11, Baylor. Big win for Mark Pope, Roush.
1: Yeah, especially after a terrible loss on Saturday. Uh, at Oklahoma state where they were six point favorites and lost by 10. Um, so yeah, big, nice, nice dove for Mark Pope yeah. curious how they'll, uh, how they'll do in the postseason Cause I feel like he's got, he's one of the few, um, and Houston obviously, but uh, the, the jump up to the power conference level is not easy, but, um, he's had BYU, um, Doing what they were doing last, you know, a year ago. against were they, were they ever playing in the Mountain West in basketball? I know they're independent
0: for football.
2: Yeah, I think so, right?
0: Is that right, Scoots? I, I, yeah, I'm i the last guy you want to ask about conferences. Okay. But no, it, if it's it not all, a power conference. It all I'm, gets confusing, but yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's Yeah, but, well, nevertheless,
1: to have them on solid footing going into the Big 12, you know, who, That should be a pretty fun tournament, right? That's pretty open.
2: A a lot of these conference tournaments should be a lot of fun. Big 12, I think the SEC should as well.
1: Is this the year Kansas doesn't win the Big 12 regular season? They
2: were in the West Coast Conference. They were never in the Mountain West. Okay. okay. I get the West, Mountain West,
0: WAC, all that stuff. What are they in now? They are now in the Big 12, as we're talking about. Yeah. Well, this year? Correct.
1: Yeah. This is their first year in the Big 12. I don't know if I realized that. Yep.
2: Yeah, That's why well, they were
1: playing uh, Oklahoma State on Saturday, and, just
0: mentioned Baylor and Oklahoma State yeah. as part of their schedule. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it all checks out. See, I'm still sleepy. Wake yeah, up, we're, Scoot. We're, wake we're, up. We're
1: waking you up, buddy. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Um, I um, got to hang out with Corey Price last night.
2: Yeah, you got to see the sales lose another basketball game. That's got to be a nice little. over o- for three this for year.
1: I really don't know if I've ever seen them win a basketball game since I graduated. <laughs> like it's it's getting bad. Um, my buddy's been an assistant there now for, I don't know, six years ish, and yeah, I I really don't know if I've seen them win a game, um, maybe one in the regional tournament a few years back before they got upset by Bullitt East. But yeah, it's 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 bad, bad news bears because they opened up, made it like a twelve point game in the third quarter, and they were down four by the end of it. I'm like, how did this happen? Um, but it was, I was very, I was very amused because for some reason. Excuse What time do high school basketball games start? Uh, seven thirty, typically. Exactly. They decided to start senior night too, which always starts late because they got to do senior ceremonies at seven fifteen. So I texted Corey after he tweeted at me. I was like, "How much time's on the scoreboard?" Because I'm gonna help with bedtime, and he's like, six minutes till tip off." It was like, huh? so I had to rush in my car, showed up, you know, a couple minutes late, sat with my salespeople the first quarter, couldn't find him, went and found Corey. Um, and then I knew some other people who was uh, in mail connection sat with him for the third quarter. And it was very funny because when DeS- uh, sales was making their run, we had an unusual situation in this game where an official got hurt and I missed the actual injury as it happened. Um, but I looked up and all of a sudden there's two refs and you know, they were, they were struggling TJ. Like they, it's, it's you miss one quick one and you make one right after that. You know, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't the best, but there was down to two of them.
0: I don't know about the sales, but mail plays pretty fast. That could be problematic for two. Runs. Yeah,
1: no, no, there's it. It was, um, at times. And so, so there was, there was some instances where you got a, okay, I don't think that was a charge, but that was definitely a makeup call on the other end. You know, stuff like that was happening, but people were losing their minds on, on both sides of the gym. and, In one instance, it was so funny because male fouled a three-point shooter in transition, and where they messed up was that it was an offensive foul before they passed it to the three-point shooter. And then the three-point shooter, it looked like a hard closeout, probably from Corey's angle. From my angle, on the other side of the gym, dude just got – I mean, he got hit in the elbow. Like, it was a pretty obvious foul. But Corey is just – I could see him on the other side just do it, put his hands in the air, making the closeout motion, got his arms all out wide, like, that's not a foul. I mean, he was, it was one of those things where I was enjoying it so much. It was like, oh crap, I should have got out my phone because he was as animated as I've ever seen our soft spoken friend.
2: That's interesting. I didn't know Corey got so worked up during the Mail games. I you- always wondered if he was like, you know, he just kind of took it all in, wanted Mail to win. All right, well, if they didn't win that night, big whoop, I'll go home, I'll be happy. But, no, he's very active, you say.
1: Much more so than than I. Um, c- granted, I had to have a moment a couple of years back where it's like, all right, you can't you can't be just losing it during these high school games rush. you got to settle down. Um, uh, unfortunately, DeSales did not settle down, and they made one shot in the final four minutes of the game and I lost. Two. Excuse me.
2: Sorry. You, you're speaking pretty fast there. DeSales lost the game?
1: They, they did. Okay. They did. They lost another one.
2: Well, congrats to Corey Price. You did it. You beat – Oh, Catholic the, team in the city this got year. Got the
1: KRC sweet right? man, this year. swept by everybody.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you sure did.
0: Just, I'm glad Pekin's not on the schedule. Old Eastern uh, Trust me, y'all would have got a win in that one.
2: Well, you know, there's just
0: like the 7th Regions kind of daddy when it comes, comes
2: to the 6th and 7th Regions, you know? A lot of people are saying that. I mean, seriously,
1: though. Like, I'm not, that's not, that's never been a, I don't think anybody's ever argued against that, except for maybe when, PRP was really rocking and rolling with Mabry, um, back it, in like.
2: Shout out Bullities? aren't they six region?
1: Yeah, but they they've ne- I mean they had like a couple good years. They won the
2: football championship. That's six region represent. We're gonna give it to them. Even Count though, it, even though
1: it's different for football. it's different for football. Which but there's you, si- there's
2: six regions. Did you see a realignment?
1: I did. Yeah. good old
2: North Harden going to be in with PRP, Manual, and Santax. Makes, so, total, makes total sense. It, it's it's very aggravating. Just do whatever is freaking closest, and if that means a school just gets boned, then that stinks for that school. Sorry. Well, and
1: that's how they were doing it, because they were allowing schools to move up so they could play teams that are closer to them, and they decided, nope, we can't let that happen anymore. I'm not really sure why. Um, but the sales is moving into a district now with Bardstown, Cal, and Central, which... Sales Central, and Cal have all won state championships since 2014.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. A good, a good district. Was this just our football?
1: Yeah, this is just football. It'll happen in 25. Yeah. Uh, they basically, That'll... our state, it's really dumb. I like the way, the way Ohio does it. You have a conference where it can be, it's just teams in your area, but you can be in all different classes. So, like, you would play the like Louisville it. teams, but if you. you
2: it's but, like, the standings of, would be. All right, you know what? Desales is one and six in Louisville conference play. That's good enough for second in
1: in three A. Yeah, and whatever, in th- whatever yeah, you yeah, know, like yeah.
2: that's I, you know, that can make sense. Where it's like, yeah, you're gonna get pummeled by like three teams in the city, but that's not gonna hurt you for your for your big pictures for so. long term yeah. stuff, right? Um, yeah, I like that. That's interesting because then you good just on Ohio, you
1: play the team, you play the the teams and the players you grew up playing against, mm-hmm. and that's just that's. I mean, I had to go to Owen County to play a district football game.
2: That's really dumb. That's that's
1: ridiculous. We won
0: 42 to nothing every time. Like, Why? For what? It's stupid. So- I mean, that's kind of how Indiana is, too. I mean, Eastern is a 2A school, and then you've got, I think, two 4A schools in their conference. One thing that's very dumb that Indiana does is they move
1: you up in class based on how, like, if you win. Yeah. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire Why? life.
0: Why? You just want to let a team just win state championship after state championship? If you prove that you're so good at one level, you should be bumped up. I didn't
2: think you'd be anti-promotion and relegation, Roush.
0: Yeah, I me mean,
1: neither.
2: If
0: you're a school of 300, like Providence, they're what, what, what level are they? They right are. I mean, it depends on what sport you're talking about because they've had, they're one of those teams that have had so much movement. But when when I was growing up, they were 1A. Now they're up to 2A. Several sports, they might even be 3 or 4A. I think volleyball, they may be 3A or 4A. Right.
1: I, I know people that coach volleyball over there, and they're like, well, we moved up to 3A. I'm like, but you're not a 3A size school. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, but the they- whole
0: point of classes is to play similar size classes. Schools, right? Yeah, Isn't but the they, whole point of a class system? They rolled through the state tournament in volleyball for, what, two straight years now? So, yeah, it should they should have to move up. The competition's not stiff enough. Make them face harder teams. I guess the only—I I don't really have a dog in the fight one way or another, but if it ever got so bad
2: where, like, a team was winning and then now they were— uh, playing teams that had a lot more students than they did and water was finding its level and they started losing again they would just move right back down right so i guess they do yeah that's yeah. exactly how it happened
1: i guess that's the logic behind it uh but i've just always thought that was move yourself
2: up and move yourself back Yep. yep. i had a good tuesday not that anybody ever asked
1: um we don't like to ask how your your day's good. it was
2: nice it was good weather did was you get nice out, did you get outside some Got outside some, really only for taking the dog for a long W A L K, but that was enjoyable and uh, today's gonna be gorgeous. It'll be really, really nice just, out today.
1: I just really appreciate that you're still spelling it out,
0: you know, <laughs> like he's that's, here. That's inherent. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Love it's, it's just built in the brain that way. If you <laughs> yeah. say
2: the words, he starts tipping and tapping and going crazy. So it's just better to to play it safe that way. But no, everything was good. Went to went to Pappy's house for Terry Tuesday dinner, weekly tradition. It was fun. What'd y'all have? He, gosh, he, like it's so. My dad, we love him. Um, we got Outback. But like you, we do usually on Sundays, we go to my mom's. And that way, you know, they can all see the grandkids on Sunday. And then Tuesday, my dad and his wife, they pick up one of the grandkids from school just because it worked, because they're right by there. So basically, it turned into where Tuesdays we go to my dad's. Sundays, my mom, Tuesdays, my dad. And then, like, Sunday, it'll always be, all right, here's what we're going to be grilling out. Can you all bring that? You all bring that? You know, just a yeah. hodgepodge. Every family brings a side or right. something like that. Makes sense. Terry Tuesdays, he just orders something, and it's very nice. He doesn't make us pay or anything, but he'll get, like, Outback for 20 people. <laughs> or he'll get, like, you know, like, just you name the chain, like, casual right. sit-down place. Yeah. And that will it just kind of rotates weekly, and he's probably – spending like $200 and $300 worth of food when everybody's so cool, like, hey, I'll bring mashed potatoes today right. or we can bring some mac and cheese. Right, right. That being said, I, allow me to brag here because um, we just basically have like a buffet of Outback. And it's like, do you want a steak? Okay, I'll get a steak with a little Alice Spring chicken and then I'll mix it with that or this or the other. And we're waiting on him to do the Sauceritas catering, which will be a big win for everybody. But that's what we had. Um, and yeah, so it basically feels like I had Outback bring me, a, like, I got a little piece of steak. I got a little piece of chicken. I got some of the shrimp that they have. It was just basically like a buffet of Outback. I mean, spoiled is putting it lightly.
0: So that was nice. It was good. How could it not be a good Tuesday? So I was thinking Papa Terry mailing it in. You don't feel that way? It's a good question. No,
2: that's actually not him mailing it in. This is him actually, like, what he is considering doing. Going the, the extra mile. Yeah, and he is. And he and he is doing it. But what he is, why he doesn't want to do, like, you bring your own di He's just worried that somebody's not going to have something they don't like. And he, he feels like if he just goes to, like, a casual and he gets, like, four kids' chicken tender meals, three kids' hamburgers, uh, a couple steaks, a couple salads, he doesn't know who's going to eat what, but he just knows everybody will have something that they like. And I think he's worried if you do the, like, here's what I'm making – Somebody's going to be unhappy. I would think he he doesn't want people to be unhappy. I
1: would think it would be the opposite, where it's more easy to appease. Because really, what we're thinking about here is kids. It's easier to bring the mac and cheese for
2: the kids from home. You're right. He just views it differently. He just views it as I'm going to get a bunch of different kids' meals. They'll be happy. And, you know, kids, when they're like under the four, they'll just take. I mean, it's nice for them, too. You, you, Here's a little bit of cheeseburger, and here's like a chicken tender, and here's a fry. Just eat something. Yes. Like, you've got every option you could possibly want. Just eat something. But it's nice. We all just go over there, and the kids just go bonkers, and then the parents just kind of sit at a table and talk for a couple hours, and then we eat, and then it's time to, to go home. It's really, really nice. So I always look forward to that. And then we got to stay a little bit later yesterday with UK not having a game, uh, which, again, I still don't prefer. I prefer the Tuesday games for the Cats, but – We'll talk more cats in LSU tonight. Uh, we, we've we done the college basketball wrap around. We've done a high school basketball wraparound. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing left to do here in this first segment is get to our Thornton's Grab and Go Texters. 502-414-1450 on the Thornton's text line.
1: We forgot about the Twitter wraparound where you write the Larry Bird clip. I've seen it seven times this morning. It happened at 10 p.m. last night. Was is when it was first spotted in the wild, and it has just gone crazy. Here's a
2: rule, people. You're not allowed to get that worked up about it if you wouldn't have been alive for it. So like, that's where I fall in. Would have been awesome if Larry Bird would have been at UK. I mean, can you get worked up out at, at it in general? Yeah, you can.
1: My big thing with all these, really worked up about. It's it like
2: 40 years ago. This it. It, this really is. <laughs> yeah. I just like somebody like growing up in the 70s, being like, everything could have been different if Larry Bird <laughs> was in Lexington. You think, you've been playing for Joe B. UK was been still on on the 78 good. team. Yeah. Oh
1: my god. Yeah. Would have been, that would have been something. <laughs> um, but this might be the first one. So you have seen this previously, right? I Or had heard about it or something?
2: I, I feel like I've heard about it just with like the Tracy McGrath, you know, Dirk, the the what ifs. I always feel like I had heard Larry Bird mentioned with that, but maybe that was an old Oscar Combs podcast where he dropped in that nugget or something okay. like that. I miss the Oscar Cause, Combs podcast.
1: Because I'm not sure what this is actually from or not. There's no, here's where I pulled this video from, kind of sourcing on it with him speaking with Isaiah Thomas and Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do appreciate that we get Dirk and Tracy McGrady, we get those recycled all the time. And people are just say, like, oh, my gosh, can you believe this? i like, yeah, we wrote about it four years ago. Or, you know, yeah, this video, this, this went viral. Like, things go re-viral on the internet. So I'm not sure if, if this is re-viral or if this is a first-time sort of deal.
2: I feel like I'd heard it before. I'd never seen that video before, but it's everywhere, and you're going to hear a lot more about it today. Yeah,
1: uh, t- which would be it would've been cool, but in but the Indiana State jersey way cooler. Like the, you whoa, know, I, I what it's whoa. Kind, it's kind of not like the. I'll what, take
2: the good old classic blue and white Kentucky jersey. You can stick with the Sycamores. I, you know, it's kind of cool. Larry Bird took Indiana State to a national championship. Very, very cool that he did that. I don't care about Indiana State. I would have rathered him go to Kentucky. But, Scoots, like we said, can't get mad about it. Can't Just get worked up about it. 40 years ago. Yeah. Southend Josh here, our first grab-and-go texture this morning. Thanks for waking up with us, Southend Josh. Shout-out to you guys for planting the seed and convincing me to use Salseritas to cater my wedding.
0: Wow!
2: Nice. woo A fiesta
0: for Josh. Where's our invite Man, for mean, you're going to –
2: it's, it's going to
0: make
1: people so happy because – Some weddings, you got to have like all the fancy. No, 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 no. Getting people fresh guacamole, queso, wildly addictive chips. I mean, think of all the Salseritas points you're going to get on the Salseritas app south end, Josh.
2: That actually is a—what if you could do that and be like, I now have $6,000 in Salseritas bucks. I'm never paying for Salseritas again. They may have a system with that, but that's awesome. You should get loaded up. Yeah. He continues and says, Heather Heather on Hubbard's Lane was so thorough and professional, and the price was more reasonable than I that, that I truly recommend them for any event or gathering. Sorry, Scoots. You only get half
0: a taco at the reception, though. That's okay. That's all I need. I'm, I'm on a diet, so half taco is good for me.
2: Way By to go, way- South End Josh. That's the power of Kentucky Roll Call. You advertise on the Big X with KRC, and you too can be at South End Josh's wedding. By
0: the way, All exciting takes. exciting development. Week into my whole uh, no alcohol, no soda, down four pounds. Let's go! Come on! Come on!
2: Four whole pounds yeah, gone. We got a new segment, Weigh in Wednesdays with Scoots. <laughs> we'll talk about a woman's weight and we'll talk about Scoots' weight and we'll have to guess which one is uh, higher. higher. Total, yeah. Okay, way to go, Scoots. Four Thanks. pounds that in yeah. a week
0: is pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Imagine if you like throw in a walk. That's true. I mean, although I do walk a lot throughout the throughout the day. I mean, not on days when I'm here, but like hotel days especially, I walk a ton. Like just to the hotel room and back. No, I mean like doing room inspections. I'm I'm all up on every floor. I take stairways. I'm yeah. I walk a lot
1: on Mondays. Oh, like walking to the gas station next door. Yeah, I do
0: that from time to time. Uh, do you? Yeah. Uh, do you? More than you give me credit for. Uh, do
2: We've I've never <laughs> known you to do it one time.
0: <laughs> well, that's cuz you always leave at the stroke of 9. You could
2: always post a Say hey, post this to the Kentucky Roll Call Instagram page. But you've never done that. You've never had one content item for the Kentucky Roll Call. Oh, Instagram I've got, pa- I got I just have, have to I just have to take sneaky
0: pictures of you when you're not looking. I have several content items I just I haven't sent You them haven't over provided. To you. You. Exactly. I've the got con- the, I've got the picture of you in Rutherford's notebook and you writing. A Blair Witch
2: Project like, video of you going to Thornton's just during the day. Like, hey, guys, Scoots here checking in. I'm in between the Spears and Rutherford show, and I'm going <laughs> to take a trip over to Thornton. And then, boom, it's like you walking. It would get clicks. People would watch. People would want to see Scoots out in public. We used to have the contest if you saw Trevor out in public, you got a uh, free salseritas uh-huh. or something like that. Oh, in
0: all fairness, he's easier to spot than I am. Yeah, but Although he doesn't come out as much. He's never in public. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Another grab-and-go texture says... Sex, marry, and kill. Shady Rays, Sorceritas, and Thorntons. We can't do it. All of them. To what? We marry. marry and marry all of them. and sex. Yeah. We're not killing any of them.
1: No. They're great.
2: Let's see. In the I con- really... In I the really... context of what one you could live without, which one you couldn't live without, and which one you want just like a, a romp in the hay with. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I gotta marry Thornton's. Too versatile. Ooh, I yeah. think Thornton's would be my kill. You're talking about gasoline for life, beer, beer, Dreams, an amazing yeah. selection snacks, of food snacks. and snacks. Yeah, yeah. So that, I'm I'm hitching my wagon to Thornton's. That means I'm having a good romp in the hay with
0: salsaritas. Ooh, I'm marrying salsaritas.
2: I'm and we're going to town on that one night. That one night.
0: So Salsarita's
2: made everything all right. Eat your heart out, Tony Vanetti. <laughs> Go tweet about that. Just kidding, but really, Salsarita's. I can do a better ad than Vanetti if you are ready for it. Just let me know. It can be, uh, it can be to the office song. It can be whatever you want, really. And I am not killing. I am not killing Shady Rays. But Shady Rays They kill the sunglass
1: game. If you kill them, too, you get a replacement pair promise. So, <laughs> it's like Jesus. <laughs> Easter Sunday with Shady Rays. You've well, got to so, wait three days. Uh, for 850, the 850,
2: 850, Texter. I doubt you could. Uh, oh, that's how Georgia Wildcat. I doubt you could have envisioned us handling that question as well as we did. But that is <laughs> that is sex marrying killing that question.
0: By the way, I, uh, I went home after Rutherford yesterday had to change my clothes real quick before I went to my ball game, and the sun was still up a little bit, and since I had left my Shady Rays at home for so many weeks now, I grabbed a pair off the, off the wall, and I really didn't need them. I mean, the, the sun was setting at that point, but I put them on, and I just stared out the window directly into the sun just because I could, and it felt nice. What a weirdo. I mean, <laughs> just what a weirdo.
2: John here. Good morning, everyone. It's game day. I'm excited. The basketball cats will get the victory, and I'm 90% likely to put banana stand money on the game. Wow. What a crazy game I called yesterday for the Bat-Cats. The infield defense was pretty bad. However, even being down 5-2 to two going into the eighth inning, the Bat-Cats put up seven runs and ended up with a home opener victory. Hey, if you're not watching the Bat-Cats, you should be. We'll got to go holler at you later. John, you summed it up. We're going to get to the Bat-Cats here in the next segment, but there you go. Boom. Batcats against Moorhead State, Roush, and the bats were not awake. Um, defense was also not great. A lot of errors. And Kentucky found themselves down to their final six outs, down three runs. And a seventh run, as John said, eighth inning, makes it where you're nervous about the game to, all right, Morehead State, you have actually are the team that only have three more outs. And backcats get a home win. This is an area where Kentucky was exceptional last year. They just took care of their midweek games.
1: You're 11 and 1?
2: Yeah, I think Louisville was the only loss. Um and then the other Louisville game got postponed if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, they were they were great. And the if you tr- if you trip up to Morehead State, and Kentucky seems to play a lot of like local regional teams. I'm sure a lot of colleges do. It's just easy yeah. to do that in the middle of the week. These teams, though, Moorhead State, that was a huge game for them yesterday. Like They were motivated, wanting a chance to take on a team that went to a Super Regional the year before. And it'll be like that for the rest of the season. And, Roush, even with the transfer portal, these guys may be even auditioning to play for Kentucky down the road because Kentucky's – they took a dude from Western last year. He's uh, he's one of – I don't know if I'd say one of Kentucky's better players, but definitely one of their more important players. Uh, So they're tough midweek games. And if you're not ready – You can find yourself in a position like you were last night, but all is well that ends well. Kentucky gets the win. That's all that matters. And, again, you can lose one of these. You can lose two of them. You can lose three of them. But it does kind of chip away at your resume a little bit, each one, just ever so slightly. And if you get enough of them, could be the difference between seeds, could be the difference between hosting, and could be the difference between getting in and out of the tournament. So best to take care of them. The weekends are really where you make your meat. But the midweek games, they can add up, and a great comeback win. Important to be able to find a way to do that. Morehead State just melted there in the eighth inning. Fun to watch.
1: It was uh, one of those things too. Russ saw some people tweeting like, oh, "I'm getting this is getting a little, a little shaky," and then bases are loaded, wild pitch, and that that kind of opened yeah. the floodgates. Yeah. Um, but it, it was funny because I, that all was happening as I was, you know, cleaning up around the house and getting ready to that basketball game, and I. Sat down next to Corey. I'm like, oh, what happened in the baseball game? He's like, yeah, they won by four. I'm like, wait, what? what? <laughs> like, they They were they were down by three. And I again, do this thing sometimes
2: running. where if I'm behind on a baseball game, like and I'm scrolling on Twitter, it's like a real slow scroll to be like, all right, is it good or bad, good or bad, good or bad. Mm-hmm. There's nothing but good yesterday. for Well, and, and, and starting the eighth in the inning. Yeah, yeah, starting yeah. the eighth yeah. inning, nothing.
0: But good for the back So, undefeated still.
1: Yeah, you figured they would start a little slow, too. You got a bunch of young guys uh, playing bigger roles in midweek games, especially pitching. You know, they're throwing a freshman out there, right? So, there's going to be some, I think, some nerves. So, the first home game, um, it looks like they had a pretty decent crowd out there. uh, Yeah, I think it was
2: maybe double the home opener from last year, which is is good. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. I like the four, 4 o'clock start. All right, we've got a lot more to get to on today's Kentucky Roll Call. If Ooh. you weren't a morning grab-and-go texture, that's all right. We'll still probably get to you today. Just we, send it on in. I got a cold take
1: that somebody we, – we really got to get after some folks here, TJ.
2: Well, That's not a good radio to saying a cold take.
1: No, no. Like it was a take that they thought was hot four years ago. Cold take exposed. It's so wrong. Here we go. It's Love it. So wrong.
2: Love it. Roush is going to show some receipts when we return here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, T.J. Walker, and Nick Roush, cow. Justin Kayla. Go
0: back. Job, stand up. do you a wild cat, stand up. If you win the BBS, stand up. Stand up, if, BBN, stand up. if you know we got a win, stand up. I feel like read and Rock. Yeah, I'm on my job. I feel like read and Rock. Yeah, I'm on my job. I throw that be. Yeah, I feel like read. Then I hit that lie. Yeah, I feel like I feel like welcome back. I like Reed and Kentucky
2: Roll Call. Yeah, Big X Sports job, Radio. I'm Nothing will get you ready for a Kentucky yeah, game day quite job, like I'm a little Reed and Rob. Yeah, I'm on my job. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. It's all around fun. Shout out to uh, Scotty Fries. Scotty Fries.
1: Has Rob thrown more lobs successfully than are said in that song?
2: It, it is like. I, you know, you'd say like it's grammatic. It's a it's a good point, but it's grammatically incorrect. It's a good song, but it's the lyrics are probably more, not totally accurate in terms of what they do.
1: Correct. I mean, he throws some cool wobs, but I don't know how many have been have actually
2: finished uh, with points. Reed, maybe UK's best passer, definitely in the conversation. I mean, probably yep. Big Z number one, and then it's second place for everybody <laughs> else. Z, you know. But does Reed really throw that feed? <laughs>
1: Reed is a thief, though. That that you could have had some rhyming there.
2: Yeah, you could have. Yeah, you could do. Reed goes for the steals. Rob's driving the wheel.
0: Yeah, Uh that's pretty good. Uh, There's something steering the wheel. Sure. Yeah.
1: Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) We're the ones.
2: But a great song, all the same. Perfect to get you ready for a Catter Day or a Cat Wednesday, whatever you want to call it tonight. Big game for UK, six-and-a-half-point favorites. We didn't get Scoots to tell us the line beforehand. He's been doing – you know, he, he sometimes steals my my
0: thunder, but he's been doing good. I'll give you that. I think I'd have gone by – I think I'd have gone probably eight, eight-and-a-half. See, did, what and did four. it
2: open at, Roush?
0: Did uh, it open at a smaller
2: uh, number? Four-and-a-half. Okay. It, I, it opened at four-and-a-half. Yeah. I would have guessed it would have opened around like four-and-a-half – Ish or five, um, but it is up to six and a half. And this is interesting, Roush. You know, I'm a big gut guy, I got a big old gut, but we're working on it. I <laughs> gut does not have me feeling great, not terrible, but not great. And I think the reason why was you just got your biggest win of the season, your best win of the season. You win at Auburn, that's an emotional high. Just naturally, in college basketball, you'll see a lot of big emotional wins and then a letdown game the following one. So that's that's kind of natural. Then you take into consideration you've got the SEC leader Alabama coming to town on Saturday. This just looks like a dangerous spot. Coming off a big win. And this has been a dangerous venue, big, right? Yeah. Kentucky's had their struggles down here against worse teams than probably what LSU's putting, putting on the floor tonight, even the Ke- 2015 team.
1: Cal is fifteen and four against LSU as Kentucky's head coach, but they lost their last game there. Do you remember the last game there? Yeah. It had it had a few. It had one memorable. Yeah, moment.
2: a severe Wheeler got like concussed six times. Yeah. in the game, yeah. I, I do remember. that It was one. like
1: uh, he got hit by a screen, and uh, I forgot that that Will Wade team was a top twenty-five team though. Was that in the middle of all of his mm-hmm. when they were like telling the president or the AD? If they basically chose Will Wade over the AD. That was wild. Um, but yeah, so uh, between that, you mentioned the 2015 team game. We all remember that one. I felt like the 17 team also played a close game down there, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but
2: it's they did not play at LSU. The 17
1: team. Okay.
2: But the 18 team only won by three there, with Quad Green and that group. You're probably thinking about that year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's because it, it's. They, they, especially when they're good, LSU cares about basketball. Um, it's one of the SEC schools that they're has like, a little you know, bit of history, yeah, right? They, so when they're pretty good, they'll fill up the PMAC, which is one of the larger arenas in, in the conference.
2: Yeah, they're like pretty much any other SEC basketball fan base where it's like, hey, if they're good, it's easy to fill up their smaller arenas and get excited for a little bit. And then if they're bad, they can just kind of yeah. sulk away. But,
1: the, but I feel like them in Arkansas are in... Maybe uh,
2: I wouldn't put LSU Tennessee. there. I, I think the I think Tennessee and Arkansas are the best of the rest in the SEC from a fan base perspective. Missouri, when they're good, they can be in that conversation as well.
1: And some of it is just because LSU has been good, probably longer than most of these other programs.
2: Weirdly enough, Florida, like you, you get. Them in the NCAA tournament, they will weirdly have a bunch of fans at their games just because there's a bunch of alumni base for Florida everywhere but Gainesville, really. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're in that conversation as well. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a – Cats have won two straight against LSU. They've won four out of their last five. They lead the all-time series 93-28. to But LSU coming off a big emotional win themselves, Roush, winning at South Carolina. So both teams coming off – their best wins of the season, LSU stole that game in Columbia, which there's no bad road wins in the SEC, so who cares how you go about doing it? But South Carolina was up big in that game. That was their bounce-back game from their embarrassing loss at Auburn, and they just took their foot off the gas and even exited the car as it was still moving, and South Carolina crashed and burned as LSU came stormed back and won that game. So they're coming off an emotional win too, Roush, but they're coming off an emotional win coming back home. Kentucky's coming off an emotional win, staying on the road. This is a this is a tricky spot. I think six and a half is a lot of points. Kentucky is just a much better basketball team. I would take UK one through five, especially with the way Uganda's is playing at this moment. But as we mentioned, cows had some history here. LSU coming off a big win. Uh, they're not really, like, on the tournament bubble necessarily, but, you know, what? so I wouldn't say, like, they're playing for their tournament lives, but they're just playing, they got nothing to lose. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're just playing for SEC tournament seeding, trying to get back to 500 in the SEC. But Kentucky shouldn't be losing to a team that's 5-7 and seven in conference.
1: They're 3-7 in their last 10 games. And this uh, is an
2: important game for UK, per, uh, this is important for SEC seeding, NCAA tournament seeding, and just one you really can't afford to lose, so... Ooh, where are, what kind of quad are we looking at here? This is a quad two,
1: I believe. That, that would seem to be correct. I'm not sure what the cutoff on is there. Um, one thing that slightly worries me, Jordan Wright's just been really good against Kentucky throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 23 in that game at Rupp on senior night where he hit the game winner. Uh, he had 18 when they beat him last year in the SEC tournament when he was at Vanderbilt. He's their leading scorer. He's their leading assistant. He is sometimes their leading rebounder. I think he was their leading rebounder their last game. He does pretty much everything for LSU. So can't let that guy just do whatever the hell he wants. This this is one of those where it's like, all right, I do the arrow. you have been that guy. This this is your matchup to to go win. Um, I. It goes back to kind of the preseason conversations we had where those kind of bigger forwards have given Kentucky problems in the past. All right, Adu, let's see what you got. Go, go shut his ass down.
2: Yeah. And, and putting a do on Jordan Wright, maybe a little tougher Adu, um just because Jordan Wright will hang out at the perimeter as, as much as he will. But yeah, let's see. Rough let's him what, up let's a little
1: see bit. What can do. I'm sure Justin Edwards will get a lot of time on him as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably the most time of them, if we're being honest. So a lot of it's going to come down to, really, is just how how locked in is this team tonight, and that's where, yep. you know, it's it, it, it's the pendulum swings back and forth of blaming coaches versus players on who's doing on the team's success or shortcomings. But I, I do think a lot is on Cal tonight to make sure that this team's locked in and the players are hyped up, ready to go.
2: Yep. Yeah, this is something, if you match LSU's effort and intensity, you're winning this game easy. Easy. But that may be tough to do. Again, LSU, like Kentucky could be looking ahead. These are 18-year-old kids. They could still be basking in the big win against Auburn. Just a weird spot for this Kentucky team. But Roush is right. No excuse. This is on the coach to make sure your guys are going to be ready to go. Cal can't go out there and make the free throws and make the three-pointers and all that stuff, but he can make sure his guys are ready for this game and don't just completely overlook LSU because that's what South Carolina did, and and they lost. So uh, this is a game Kentucky, I think, should dominate the boards, Roush. Uh, Maybe dominate's not the right word because this isn't really a UK team that dominates the glass necessarily against anybody. But this isn't one of those games where you say, well, LSU... The big guys, the front court, better be ready to roll. This is a game where Kentucky may have, should have the advantage on the front court, and UK should have the advantage in the back court. You got to slow down, right? He's somebody that's going to play probably all forty minutes or close to all four, forty minutes tonight. Besides that, it's just everybody just kind of do your part, do your job. Don't overlook this team. Reed and, and Rob. You shouldn't be sweating this one out. No road win's a bad road win. LSU 88th in the net. So if LSU got really hot, could end up being a quad one game. They'd have to get up to 75. Um, but it will safely be a quad two game. That This wouldn't drop to quad three or anything like that. So this is safely a quad two game. Win it. Win it and let us all turn our attention to Alabama and what will be another just like unbelievably good Rupp home atmosphere. Let us get to that moment. Don't let it come off a loss. Don't let this fan base... Cool off. We're cooking a little bit, Roush, and this is this is fun. This is the way you want to head into March with what Kentucky did last weekend. Keep it rolling against the team you should keep it rolling against in Louisiana State. Rolling,
1: rolling, 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 rolling.
2: Scoots, do you ever have a Limbiscuit face?"
0: No. No, it was always too hard for me. Too hard for too, peak in too, Indiana? Like just the music went too hard? Yeah, like I can't I just can't do like the like that. Wow, that i just feel like that that song everybody in our limp biscuit wow,
1: <laughs> yeah no i just couldn't I, do it, it feel like when biscuit though they weren't heavy metal it was, uh, was kind
0: of heavy yeah they were right on the border
1: yeah no yeah they they were and that's why they were more uh well received by the broader audience because it's like oh but i can actually know what they're saying yeah so no i'd rather listen
0: rather listen to songs about trucks and beer drinking I, <laughs> we, we, we mention this segment every day. It's our
2: daily segment we do on Kentucky Roll Call to go to the exportsradio.com website for a good laugh segment. Oh. And let's do it now.
1: BigExportsRadio.com. Is, is it working?
2: It's uh, working. Oh. You get the Mike Rutherford bio, <laughs> the blurry picture of Mike Rutherford to go with it. And my favorite part is when you scroll to the bottom after all the great content on the website, and then there's the back to top button, <laughs> and it whee! takes you all the way back to the top here i'll show you
1: oh okay. you, you look a little confused so there's mike rutherford
2: blurry picture yeah yeah you scroll on down Oh, no, there's uh, you gotta, two paragraphs yeah, you gotta, and you gotta get all the way and then back hit to the top whee! isn't that, isn't that a good time? you can play the game too at bigxsportsradio.com but remember your fingers may get tired from scrolling all the way down after the mike rutherford bio they've really nailed in the website huh <laughs> The big question is: Does the listen live button even work? Oh yeah, it does work. It does. Okay, because yeah. that would actually be pretty funny if it didn't. It reminds me of the the Dunder Mifflin uh, the website under construction, <laughs> under construction coming soon. Uh, there was there was sexual predators on the message boards. <laughs> <laughs> I was n- I, limp biscuit. I was never a huge fan of and Scoot. I agree. Like I, I am very versatile in my music enjoyment. But the one thing I can't get behind is like heavy metal just screaming into a microphone. That's just not enjoyable for me.
1: I, I've been able to enjoy more uh, grunge, which Limp Biscuit is not. Uh, but, you know, that kind of the 90s rock, which, you know, that, that, because that's basically what Limp Biscuit was. It's like, let's, let's take all this stuff and try to make it poppier. Um, let's
2: take grunge to make it popier grunge slash metal take a little know. of that Seattle sound and see if we can we're gonna, we're gonna church rock it car. up a little bit like do
1: you know there's but like the, the the mainstream of those songs like you know you hear the Stone Temple Palette song and you're like oh and I'm still alive I was like oh yeah I can, I can jam to this I can rock to this in my car while I'm driving around with the windows down great windows at least windows cracked weather what right now? yeah
2: now like oh windows down it's gonna be 64 today Again, I'll nice. be seeing the fine folks of Hanover, Indiana today. I'll Ooh. be uh, I'll be all over. I'll be in Turner Station. I'll be in Smithfield. Coming to a town near you. And we're coming. You'll see me with my tape measure and my laser. I'm just gonna have a good old day out in this weather, Scoots. It, I was bummed. I normally am a morning inspection person, but these people couldn't have me out till later in the afternoon. Which stinks. Um, well, there goes that. I was going to ask if you wanted to golf today. That'd be an amazing day for it, but will not be able to because of work. Rouse? But if I'm going to be driving around, today's a good day to be having 45-minute drives here and there, here and there, here and there. Windows down, baby. Music up. Listening to all my favorite UK
0: podcasts. Just roll call on repeat. Do <laughs> either one of you all ever listen, re-
2: listen to the show? I
1: hate listening to my voice.
0: I uh, Anytime I'm in my car... I, I don't know if I feel like it's because part it's part of my job where I just got to monitor to make sure it stays up and running. Read and rub. But I, I'm, I'm I'm always listening to it if it's on the replay and I'm in my car. Do you ever laugh again? Oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah.
2: I'll I'll only listen, one, if it's just like on, on the, like I'll get in the car. Oh, yeah, here's the replay. And then, two, I just want to hear how it like sounds. Mm-hmm. And after about
0: 20 seconds of it, yeah. that is fine <laughs> by me, <laughs> and I, I, I move on. Yeah, I usually turn it off pretty quick, too.
2: Oh, jeez, Scoots.
0: No, I mean, there's other. I already lived through it for two hours. Why do I got to re-listen to it? Yeah, but sometimes you doze off. Mm, that's gotten rare over the years. More and more rare. When I first started, yeah. Okay, was, I, was jo- I, was I, was jo- I was joking. <laughs> no, it was Doze Off City when I first started.
2: Now you're on camera. You
0: got to be on your P's and your
2: Q's. <laughs> All right, we're going to read some texts. You're going to have some Q's, and we're going to have some A's when we return on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports oh, Radio. I can't forget my cold take either. Roush has his cold take, which... We're going to get to. We have definitely, people are thinking maybe we forgot about it. We did not. We just wanted to tease it for our number we two. We were just
1: reading Rob on
2: our job. hmm Job? Jogs. Jogs. Hour two, Kentucky Roll Call, coming up next. We're gonna Rob try. Call? Beat your... <laughs>
0: Over?
1: You say over? I ain't heard no Bentley. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro.
2: Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We appreciate you listening along and sharing the podcast and radio show wherever you do. Join us on the Facebook page and Instagram page, Kentucky Roll Call. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show 9 to 11. And Nick Roush has a cold take for us that I'm anxious to, to hear about to start hour number two. So if you recall a few years back,
1: the NBA announced the formation of Of the G League Ignite. And it was going to be the last death blow to Kentucky basketball recruiting. College basketball is over with. How how are we going to be able to compete with this? Adam Silver said over the weekend, I think given what's happened, I think we are in the process of reassessing team Ignite. Nil has killed. The G League Ignite. Um, the G League Ignite. Not only is it getting worse players, but also they stink. Um, I don't know if they won one game at all this year against, uh, which the Ignite, to be clear, is just the the high school kids um, that are developing in this program, and then they get you know a couple dozen games against the grown men in the G League, and they're just they're getting mollywalked by them. Um, so, yeah, big old suck it to all you people who thought that college basketball was dead and dying because the NBA was going to have a G League program for high schoolers.
0: Man, Adam Silver had a really grumpy weekend. Can't really blame him. I mean, did you see his comments on the All-Star game? Yeah, it sucked. Geesh. He was not happy with he the was players. not at all. He said Eastern Eastern Conference put up the most points in a All-Star game, so congratulations to them.
2: Yeah, see you later, G League Ignite. I wonder what the NBA's next move is. I get that's the that's what businesses do, Roush. They're looking to innovate and make more money and ideally consume their competitors. But maybe you just let like college basketball be. Like, college basketball is college basketball. Mm-hmm. They don't want to stay here forever. They want to get to where you are. And I don't think you need to try to... To bridge the gap there.
1: Yeah, you, especially when they were doing it for you for free. I don't know why yeah. you felt the need to do that.
2: And the the biggest part and, of and it you can, all— You can always get rid of your, your rule. You can always have people just jump right up. But they
1: don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. And the other part about all of this that's really silly and was very silly about those takes a few years ago like, oh, well, all these guys are going to go. And you, you've had some good players go to the G League night. Jalen Green uh, is probably the best of the bunch. Um, I think he's been doing pretty solid in the NBA. But you're you're never getting exposed to playing in environments that you're going to have to play in at the NBA level. That's why, the as dumb as the, the college sports system is, that, you know, People don't really understand it in other countries. They just have their academies. and They move on up. And so it, it might not make sense, but the way that we have it made, it's pretty clear you have these levels. You play in a packed high school gym with a few thousand people. Then you go to college and you play in a bigger one. So then by the time you – the few that make it to the NBA, it's it's a natural progression, right? Going from playing in front of 5,000 people in a big game in the high school to a 500 people in the G League – that's not getting you ready. No, at all.
2: <laughs> not having to answer any media requests because nobody gives a flying fart about the G League yeah. is not getting you ready for the next level.
1: <laughs> it's just not at all.
2: And so, uh, th-
1: all of the knee jerk reactions five years ago when all of this was happening were
2: always silly. Um, I love the guy. Schriebel was he was the loudest one. He was one of the them alarmist. All. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've, I've found some funny. Tweets. Should we have fun with them or no? Yeah, uh, Should I like, retweet it? Should I screenshot well, it, let's and tweet just, it Let's just share some of them. Let's
1: just On talk, the air? Yeah, let's just read a couple of the good ones.
2: Uh, well, Jonathan Kaminga had a big game in 2021, and Round Daddy said, G League will be able to pick their players. Product was more exciting than college basketball, and they're getting paid. Calipari and Kay and others need to get used to no longer getting the elite of the elite.
1: Did anybody watch that Jonathan Camino game? Pretty sure it's taken him like two years to be good for the Warriors, too. Like, I, whenever they drafted him, I was like, oh, wow, he fell that far? I thought he was going to be drafted higher. And then there's the, oh, he kind of stinks right away because he was in the G League.
2: That's the beautiful thing about social media is that, like, your takes will age. <laughs> and they Unless you go back, and and there are a bunch of people that go back and delete their tweets because they're losers, but... Uh, but they, they, should, they should still be there, right? Yeah. Oh, the Chad Ford stuff as well. People who go back to delete tweets that are wrong. Like, if you have a typo on a tweet and you're like, or you just have something like factually incorrect and somebody calls you out on it, then maybe there's an avenue there for deleting a tweet. But just because you got a take wrong and you were like, hey, three years ago I said this player is going to be awesome and then they ended up being a huge bust. Who cares? Like, you, that's not something you need to go back to delete to try to make everybody think that you're the smartest person in the room. That being said, we get stuff wrong. Happens frequently. I myself get stuff wrong all the time. Round Daddy, you were very wrong about the threat to the G League and what it was to college basketball. You missed out on some players. Ron Holland this year was another yeah. guy who probably would have gone to Arkansas maybe. Um, it would have been nice to see him. But this idea that the G League was ever going to be a college basketball replacement was always ridiculous and, ABA, and always silly, and, and it was never true. The NBA's got to
1: like it. It's that's so, that's less work for them to do. Um, isn't Rod Strickland coaching them, by the way? Is, is that right?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, but over time like ta- he was recruiting the people to yeah. the team. Yeah.
1: But Overtime Elites replaced it, and shockingly, that has become more successful. Right, I mean, and
2: people may say, "Well, I, T.J. Roush scoots." I, I, don't know the difference between any of these things. Like, what's overtime elite? What's ignite? It's just basically who's running them. And the ignite team was part of the NBA G League, which is the NBA's minor league system. But they basically said, as Roush alluded to earlier, we're going to get a team full of like the best young talent, high school prospects, and we're going to put them in the G League. So basically, this team of people that are trying to make it to the NBA, the Oscar Sheebways of the world, and then we're gonna have a team of just these college superstar all star or these high school superstar all stars, and they're gonna be a team. And that team just ended up getting smoked and not fun, and people were sitting out and not playing, and like the whole premise of the G League Ignite team was falling apart. Overtime Elite, think of AAU but for high school. Is that a fair way to put it? Yeah. Yep. Like, these people are doing their own private educations, mm-hmm. but this is their high school basketball, is the overtime elite. And it's a league that's supposed to have a more professional feel to it than a high school feel. It's supposed to be a show more than just, hey, you know, we're playing here, we're they, trying to get better, we're trying to have seem fun. They
1: to get – it's in Atlanta, um, not too far from downtown. Um, I. <laughs> Uh, When SEC media's days was down there, I had to go get a belt from Target, and I drove right past their gym, their facility there. Um, So it's 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 near downtown. They get good crowds. Uh, The games are on Amazon. Um,
2: The issue with them is they just like nobody really cares about any of the teams because why would you like you know what what it's
1: it's essentially uh, a more successful like they they're monetizing prep basketball more. Uh, So the grind session where you would go to like I went to a game in Pulaski County. Is uh, Marshall County Hoop Fest part of that, technically? Yeah, and
2: Mustang Madness and McCracken was always a part right. of that, too. So, yeah.
1: those prep schools that um, – the guys that I would see on there were like Thawne Maker um, was a big guy, one of those prep schools that traveled on the ground mm-hmm. session. I, I'm, I'm curious if that's still around or if over t- time has supplanted that as a more successful operation.
2: You know, I don't go to the stuff anymore, so I don't know what it's called, but it's all basically the same umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but long story short, to get back to all of this, there's there are different ways to skin a cat if you want to find a way to get to the NBA. But now that NIL is here, it's just it's it's organization, the foundation, the infrastructure. It just makes more sense to do the yeah. college route.
2: OTE was a thorn in the G League Ignite side because people said, oh, well, I can get money and not kind of do like a traditional high school Sort of system, but I I don't have to go play against thirty-two-year-old men. Like Mm -hmm. I can kind of develop in my own, in my own bubble, in my own circle, in my own time, and people like that a lot better. So that's why the OTE grew. And Kentucky's got a great pipeline there to the OTE, by the way.
1: the The Thompson brothers or the twins, correct? They were the first overtime elite guys to get drafted, where they didn't do college at all. Mm -hmm. They just did, and you can do
2: that. And that's why another thing the ignite just the OTE just totally eliminated ignite was because. You could get drafted right out of OTE and you could stay there a little bit longer if you want to. It's not like, you know, they don't have the high school timelines like high schools do. So it's just basically a lot of the, the Ignite was trying to see how it could pull away from college basketball. And in doing that, the OTE actually pulled away from Ignite. And now OTE and college basketball are like skipping happily holding hands. OTE's got their own thing going. And if that funnels into college basketball, they're cool with that, Roush, because that will. I want to go to Kentucky. I want to go play for Duke and Kansas, and I can go to the OTE and still do those things and make money. Hell yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, where Ignite, you were stuck. You know, you couldn't go back to college once you had signed up for the Ignite. So good on uh, the OTE, second Ignite, mm. and college basketball is the best sport around.
0: Yeah. Now – one question I have: Does the NBA ever go back to the model of taking guys straight out of high school?
2: They've talked about that. They've gone, they've flipped it's, and flopped more on that than Billy Donovan it's, it's, taking it, the Magic. It's the
0: job. Care if they're trying to dingle out in front of the Raptors? I they're wish not, they would. They're
1: they're not going to.
2: I scoots. wish they would too, Scoots. Just sh- put up or shut up. Yeah. You guys want these kids so bad, then you give them the forty-five million dollar contract <laughs> again. You go <laughs> ahead and give not, them eighty-five they're, they're million dollars. do it. And guess what? If they're a bust, you can pay it Cause, out cause just like that. Here's
1: here's the thing, guys. You know who would have been on that list last year? Who? Aaron Bradshaw, Justin Edwards.
2: Yeah, the, these guys—they have a great system. They just need to suck it up and realize that like college basketball is going to be popular. Yeah. it has always been. It will always be. You can. But you, you
1: can coexist. You don't have to. Exactly. You don't have to kill one for the other to succeed.
2: And like the one year system is genius for the NBA. You know, if anything, maybe they should really go two year system. But they just can't help themselves sometimes. They see a shiny new toy and they have to get their hands on it immediately to the point where they'll be willing to burn and kill anything that's in the way of it when they just can't be patient and be like, they're going to they're going to go to you. They're going to go to you. Maybe more fringe college players are coming back in the nil era because they can make good money instead of just trying to chase the dream in the G League. But you're going to get the best of the best. Rob Dillingham ain't coming back for a sophomore year at Kentucky. Yeah. As much as we'd love it, Reed Shepard, if he's projected a lottery pick, is not coming back for another year at Kentucky. Eh. That, be-
1: I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always holding that hope for Reed because I, you know Reed, once it Reed happens, is, it happens. But I maybe Reed is one of the few that would value college basketball because ba- college basketball isn't valued by these kids as much as the NBA is.
2: Sure, and but, it, it would mean something to Reed. But again, lottery pick money is lottery pick money. Correct. Yeah. And with the way things can change in life, you just you you never really know. Uh, LSU is going to try to play fast tonight. That could be good news for, for Kentucky. Could be an up-and-down, fast-paced game. Um, but I, I kind of want to see a little bit more defensive improvement from this group, Roush. I've, I've had fun seeing them hold teams to an average of 61 points over the last two games. I wouldn't mind being in that ballpark again, although I don't think you see that tonight. I think LSU is going to score some points, uh, but they should not be able to really stop Kentucky, They, in my opinion, at least. so. That's what I'm looking for tonight. I think I like the over too. The more that I'm I'm thinking about this out loud. They gave up 109 points to Alabama. Gave up 88 to Tennessee. On well, their average, in 77, they gave up 109 points to Alabama twice, folks. Who? Kentucky should be able to score. Yeah, but they averaged 90 in those games. So this could be a high-scoring game. Everybody,
0: be ready for it. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifties the Thornton's text line. How weird is that? That Alabama scored one hundred and nine twice. That is weird.
2: Pretty pretty strange. <laughs> In like a span of like two weeks too. Yeah. That was a pretty quick turnaround on that. Roush, we know what the college football playoff format is going to look like. We yeah, had a good idea of what it was going to be. Officially official, but it is officially official. They don't know exactly how the the TV's all figured out. They agreed to the TV well, without knowing exactly what the system was going to look like. But now we at least know the format.
1: Well then. Not so fast. What? They didn't agree to the TV. Oh,
2: I thought they did. Well, I yeah. Thought the, I thought the TV Everything. was like, hey, we're in. We don't care what the system looks like. We'll figure so,
1: that stuff out as was, we go. It, that, this is why this has been a headache. And from, I'm at least trying to keep up for with it all so you all don't have to. Somebody reported that they did, and it just kind of like the snowball got rolling. But the Mac commissioner that's on there was like, no, we haven't even seen... Like he has an email basically saying we haven't even seen a potential draft of a contract. So like, yeah, TV deal not done. So they agreed to a format for two years without having any dollars and revenue sharing agreed upon. The Washington State president, I'm, I'm. They haven't said this publicly, but it's assumed that he has a got some guarantees that Washington State and Oregon State are going to get a couple million in revenue sharing at least initially. So, they're not out high and dry. But, long story short, they're moving forward with the five automatic qualifiers. So, they phrased it as top five highest ranked conference champions. So, ACC, Big Ten, SEC, Big 12, and then a G5 team. What I found interesting, TJ, is so the, the top four highest ranked will get buys. There could be a scenario where a G5 would be ranked higher than the ACC, which would be hilarious. But the more likely scenario is that the G5 team in the playoff doesn't host. It's not guaranteed to host in the first round. Okay. So, that I think that part's important. It's just seeds 5 through 8 are going to host 9 through 12.
2: If, it, if you win your conference or don't, it doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. Yeah, See, it doesn't I, matter.
2: All right, so this is the format they're going to do. For seven, two years. Seven at-large teams, five conference champions – and this actually is different than what before realignment, it was going to be six and six. You're gonna have Correct. six conference champions, six at large. So for the Kentuckys of the world, the Louisville's of the world, this is actually a better setup, the five and seven. Um so I'm I'm all I'm all for that. I would have liked a baseball like setting, an NFL like setting where if you win your conference champ if you're one of the five conference champions, you are seeded one through five. And then if you don't win your conference championship, you're six through 12. And I know people are listening being like, that is so dumb. You know, the SEC and the Big Ten are going to have better teams than whoever wins.
1: Boise State wins the Mountain BFE wins. conference.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's the case. I do know that's the case. However, let's get a home playoff game at Boise. Well, that's why. let's that... get Georgia to have to go to Boise for home. You know, Alabama wins the conference. Georgia falls now. Let's have Georgia. That will be better for the sport, having to let some of these smaller champions host. And they're, they're still going to get beat, Roush. And occasionally they're going to upset somebody, and that'll be fun, and then they'll have to go on the road the next game, or it'll be the neutral side, and they'll probably get crushed. But if we're going to do this, and we're going to throw a bone to some of the smaller schools, which I think we should, let them host. Let's give them the whole piece of meat. And let's see what they do with it. That'll be better for college athletics in the long run and for growing this sport than if it's just the same old big wigs hosting the playoffs each and every year.
1: Yeah. But here's the thing. Those Q-J, scenes and
2: sites are going to be a lot of fun. If you go to the smaller places,
1: but the money and the teams, and that, and that that's but, really what a lot of it boils down to is the, the halves are making a lot of decisions and, the i there's going to be some story in the athletic or Ross Dellinger is going to do it about how much money a team can make off of hosting a home playoff game to the point that i mean of course the buy is going to be more beneficial but from a financial standpoint it's going to be i i, I just silly how much money you're going to be able to make off of hosting a home playoff game and they 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 don't want to give that to a g5 team they they don't, especially if that G five team just gets their ass kicked. Because the one thing that I yeah they're,
2: big big deal. Then you know have it have a collective agreement with ticket sales concessions for all teams that make the college football see, playoffs. Spl- split them among the first round.
1: And that's what I'm wondering about with like who gets the gate for the semifinals? Who get like what? Because like I, I just I just don't know how all that. That's a good question. Like I I have
2: no idea. But you said you were going to do all this, and so we. So we well, know.
1: they haven't agreed to it. Yeah, So no, nothing's been agreed upon. But here's the cool part, though, the part that I really like, TJ. There's no more off weeks now in college football season. It goes conference championship weekend, Army-Navy, Friday night, college football first-round game, one or two. If it's one, then we'll get noon, 4, 8 the next day. The weekend of December 21st, which will be like week 15 of the NFL, mm-hmm. which that always produces some good games. And it could, it could even, they might even start some of the first round games on a Thursday night, but we're getting no break. And those first round games are going to be awesome having it just right on the heels of the season.
0: Yeah. I, I, it, it's
1: going to replace the Vegas Bowl and the Celebration Bowl that weekend where you're like, oh,
2: here's football, but it. Shout out to the babies at Pittsburgh and Wake Forest. I'm sure you all are probably just shaking in your boots having to worry about how the academic calendar is going to line up with all this stuff. Nerds! People don't forget. I don't forget. 502 four, one, four, 414 uh, Yeah, we're cold takes are being distributed today. I I I like it. My what I'm not sure of, or not not exactly 100 percent sure what it would look like. What will the other bowl games look like once this format gets rocking and rolling? Yeah, and that's... um... Will people care less somehow? Seems like bowl intrigue is going down as is. Will people care less? Is this somehow going to make a way where people care more about bowl games? I'd need to see the scenario how that happens, but maybe. It's not impossible. You never really know. It all this shakes out, but that's that's I think the the last frontier on this. Yeah, is what does it do with the
1: other bowl games? And the biggest thing that the other bowl games I think what you'll see is a lot more will move to weekday because in the inherent problem with bowl games is that they're made for TV, te- they were originally created to draw tourists in, right? It was hey, let's have a bunch of people. Jacksonville wants people in their town around New Year's, it's warmer weather, like that. This, this is this is so we'll make this football game and people will show up and watch it. Now they're they're kind of it's kind of like Maxion where it's a made for TV event that is just corporate sponsors all over the place. Mm -hmm. Coaches, I think, like them because you get the extra practices. It's a reward for their players, and and you know what? It's it's almost like a stress free game that comes with a lot of incentives if you win. You know, a lot of them have if you win a postseason game, you get an extra couple hundred thousand bucks or something. So I don't think they'll go away, but the nature. You're you're probably going to see a lot more middle of the week. Um, yeah, I mean this. In fairness, this is the only weekend that's getting messed up. After this, the quarterfinals will be New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and then the semifinals will be when we normally play the national championship. The national and then championship a week later is like January twentieth
0: or yeah. something like that.
1: So I don't think it'll mess with it too much initially. But if you want to make these bowl games competitive, we've seen it move in that direction. A lot of it's going to come down to the money that. Corporate advertisers were spending to advertise the game and be a part of the ESPN telecasts. I think some of it's just going to have to go down to revenue sharing with the players directly.
2: Ooh, that, that's, that's a, how that's you a,
1: incentivize them from opting out. It's like, hey, you get thirty thousand bucks if you play in this game. They're like, oh, well, that's easier than whatever nil stuff I was doing.
2: And a lot of people, Scoots has been a. I know you do radio for. It's so funny sometimes that Big X that Scoots could be doing radio for like seven hours a day. Um, just. At any t- point you turn on the big X, you may hear old Scoot. Glad you find it funny. It is funny. It's good. Uh, Which um, Scoot, you're leaving a mark, buddy. You know, <laughs> you're leaving a mark. Tomorrow, Scoot's
1: and I, we're going to be doing five hours you have an, on on the the big X waves.
2: Yep. it's Taking about, over for Rutherford. It's about time, Rutherford. time Mike Rutherford got a break and got a, little day, a few days away from radio. Uh, I know that talking about Kenny Payne can do that to a man. But yeah, Roush is going to be hosting on Thursday. And then I think I'm going to be filling in on the following Tuesday, which Kentucky plays Mississippi State that Tuesday. So KRC pregame show Tuesday from three to six leading up to that seven o'clock tip off. <laughs> Why not? Many people are saying KRC pregame show. All right. You don't you don't have to be here, Roush. Scoots, you do.
0: Unfortunately.
2: Hey. Hey. Oh, against, by, the way, by the way, so
0: I have a game on Tuesday. Mississippi State on Tuesday. So you, you've only got me for the first two hours. And then, Well, I guess maybe we just cut the show short. This. No,
2: you'll have Roman. He'll I, be here. I don't know Roman. Roman doesn't know me. How uh, often do you think the and Roman And secondly, Empire? the 5 o'clock hour, I, I was hoping to get some guests on. Uh, who knows if Roman's going to be able to do that. He can do that. He's kid's a baller. He can do it all. Shot caller? Shot caller. Okay, good to know. But you've talked a lot about the NBA. And the, everybody's talking about, NBA All-Star game, it used to mean something. Like, what, 40 years ago? It's been horrible for forever. I can't believe people are still having this conversation, but allow me to have this conversation. Just put a million dollars on the line. And I know that, like, a big thing with the NBA is they don't play pay their All-Stars. They don't, like, give them money for playing in the game. But put a million dollars on and do what they do for the rising stars. Do you all watch that at all? No. So, like, the Rising Stars... It was,
1: like, the Pacers versus... Yeah. No, no wait, no, I'm thinking of skills. You're
0: team. thinking of skills. I yeah. did like, see Matherin talking crap to Jaden Ivey.
2: Admittedly, I don't know how they really picked the Rising Star teams, but what they should do is, all right, you were voted an All-Star. And how many All-Stars did they have? Like, 20?
0: 24. 24. 24.
2: Yeah. All right. 24 All-Stars, and the top four vote-getters, you all are captains, schoolyard pick, six people on each team, And then what the Rising Stars do is they play a little four-team tournament. They play to 40 in the game, and then they have the championship, and then they play to 40, and then, boom, that team. Do that with the All-Star game, and the winning team gets a million dollars. Like, show show me LeBron taking on Giannis for a million dollars in a meaningless All-Star game, but all of a sudden, it's a pickup game, and it is meaningful, and people are watching that. Like, they're just going
0: to watch it. I don't know where you got that idea, if it came from the dome or what, but that is 100 percent the solution.
2: That is the solution. It's yeah. a, it's a really easy thing to do, and, and it's
0: also
1: not that much money for the NBA.
2: And my take was to bring mm-hmm. that, like you know, piggybacking off if you bring that to college football bowl games. You know, like
1: winner winner gets money. Hey, winner gets. If paid. you're gonna
2: play in this game and you don't opt out, we're giving you. You're just gonna get ten thousand dollars. And you know, if what? you're playing the game, if you win though, that will bump up to fifty thousand. Then who's not getting excited about that game? And every the, single team is, and they're treating it like a college football playoff game, even though it's not. Sorry. Rob. Well, I, 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 think
1: you're always going to have one or two, but I mean, how many, how many random opt outs do you have that you're just like, really? It's one thing if you're Drake May. Very and
2: occasionally, you'll get like the that guy's opting out. Weird. Yeah,
1: I mean, Kentucky had a lot of that, right? Like Chris Rodriguez probably would have played in the Music City Bowl if he's going to get paid, you know, extra X amount of dollars, right? Your second-tier guys that really make the team, right? And I say second-tier, but, like, it's it's significant if you're losing a starting corner and a starting running back and a starting linebacker. But if there's extra money on the table, those guys will probably stick around. So, love the idea, TJ. This is great. Thank you. This is
2: chock full of good ones. Let's take our last break. We'll come back. We'll get to the text line, the Thornton's text line here on Kentucky Roll Call I'm Big Might X have Sports to write Radio. about
1: that today on in KSR. It just—it'll be if, tea, I don't, if I don't get a hat TJs. Tip,
2: if I don't get a hat tip, I'm breaking every one of your fingers, every oh. one of them. Wouldn't, but, that, wouldn't that stink? Would it hurt. It would not be fun.
1: No, would drink. It much. would
2: stink for the break, the breaker of the fingers too. Just to have to be like, all right. I got 10 of these. (laughs) So, like, you know, (laughs) it wouldn't be fun either. Uh, But but make sure you give the hat tip, or I will do it. Uh, One final segment coming up next. Good thing I got a hat tip.
1: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
0: Welcome back.
2: One final segment Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. The Cats take on. LSU in Baton Rouge tonight, 9 o'clock. It's going to be a late one. We're still over 12 hours away from tip-off. We'll be doing the Dash Clips post-game show afterwards, or I will be. Any of you all are welcome to join. It's
0: going to be a late one.
2: Shout out to uh, John and Tanner for the last Dash Clips post-game show, winning Dash Clips wallets. It was a big win. We had to give away two. It was a lot of fun. I still haven't sent those out yet, John or Tanner. Probably not going to send those out for like uh, a few more days. So, just be patient with it. It's a one-man one operation over here. But we'll be doing that after the game, no matter how late. So hopefully somebody will be on at least to uh, to chat with me, give my initial takes, and then save all the good stuff for tomorrow morning's Kentucky roll call
0: at 7 a.m. Have you been surprised with the numbers on those or pretty much what you expect. I really
2: haven't even looked at the numbers, to hmm. be honest with you.
0: Um, but...
2: I did one time, and we had like, more
1: people streaming that than Cal's post game show on the Fort Ruff. Well, that, was, it made me excited.
2: That's that's very nice. I don't really I don't really care. I mean, I know that like from a wanting to grow a post game business show and maybe get more like maybe we'll maybe I'll do this next year too, and it'll it'll be it'll grow into something. I probably should care about the numbers, but just talking hoops with my buds after the game. So I don't really I I don't know. Don't really keep up with it, Scoots.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the same way. When I, like, call a game, I don't really care how many people are listening or watching. Ooh, I've got a... Act like it's zero.
1: I've got a fun headline for you, Scoots. Act like it's
0: 20 million.
1: Headlines. Kentucky couple gets married in gas station bathroom. Shares first dance to forever and ever. Amen. Gross.
2: Forever and ever. Why gas station bathroom? Is that where their love was conceived?
1: So I can't
0: think of a worse place to get married.
1: There's a new chain that their bit is to go viral. You, like, push this button in the bathroom, and it'll turn into a disco. And TikTokers love it. I've seen some of that. So she works at the gas station. And I guess wanted to go viral with the bathroom
0: wedding. Mm. So congrats. Oh, good.
2: Best of luck to them.
0: Was it a unisex bathroom? Uh. I don't know. I'm not. Sounds I like one of them may have been breaking some rules. Either way, congrats
1: to uh, Logan and Tiana Hope Abney. Congrats.
2: We wish you a lifetime of happiness.
1: Now, Scoots, so Scoots, uh, name a random place to get married, not a church. Uh, Dunkin' like, Donuts. No, no, no. But like a, a, a real. You, like you don't eat Dunkin'. I'm talking about you personally. Like, if you got a chance to go somewhere for an unusual wedding. Like some, a destination? Destination, yeah, yeah. Any any sort of unusual setting. Hot
0: air balloon. Um, you know, what's some... Uh, would Walmart you, break room. Yeah. Oh. Walmart parking lot. That's mm-hmm. where I spend most of my best days. You can have, have a parking lot years. party. Yeah. There you go. Okay. it could be fun. Hot air balloon, though. You talked me into that. That sounds freaking sweet. You ever been to a destination wedding, TJ? No, I guess not. I mean, I've
2: I've traveled for weddings many, many a time, but not like but you're going to the beach. Yeah, no, right. um, no. I've been invited to some, but just never have been able to make them work. Um, the no, most? No, 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 I have not.
1: I, I got invited to the mo- uh, I got invited to one in Croatia. It's like, do you really think I'm going to go to Croatia? Croatia, yeah. Croatia, beautiful. It you would be beautiful, learned. but I, be amazing, I can, yeah. yeah. But you think I can just like, you know, got a kid, can afford a week. You know, one of my best something friends. Something you got to plan out for a while. One of
2: my best friends got a job in Japan, and him and his family are moving to Japan for like three years. And I, I think the wife's only going to stay for part of it, or I don't really know exactly what the whole the ordeal is. But like, we may go see them in Japan. They're living in a city that like I'd never heard of. I have no interest really in going to the city. But it's like, when else am I going to go to Japan? Like, it'd be such a random trip. Could probably yeah. even take the daughter. We'd have, not if we probably wouldn't have a place to stay and we wouldn't impose on them like that. But like, we'd have a tour guide. We'd have people that know what to do in a city that we'd have no idea what to do. So like, we may do that. Um, yeah, you missed out not going to Croatia.
1: No. And it's one of those things be like, Oh, this would be great. But uh, next summer, not really like, you know, I, I need a little bit more of a, uh, in advance. Maybe I think the wife was pregnant at the time. Buy, buy the know. ticket, buy the ticket, take the ride. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We'll When's your wife financial. not pregnant? You know? Yeah. Like at this exactly. point, you're yeah. turning into the intro where you're like Mary or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> breastfeeding for ten years. <laughs> Pretty much. You're turning into that rash. Be careful. Um, be careful. What let's get I to say? the let's get to the 1450 Line, five zero two, four one four fourteen fifty. Going to Cincinnati this weekend for a little weekend getaway. Oh, nasty natty. No. What's happening in uh Getting nasty it's, is what what's going on. Anybody, y'all, any
1: specific plans? No,
2: uh, we're bringing the kid. Uh, are you going to Great Wolf? No, or indoor water park. No, I, I I threw that out to the wife. She was like, no. Uh, Friday night, I don't think we'll do much. We may like hit up a random Cincinnati Catholic fish fry, just because that's when we're going to be getting into the city. And like, what else are we going to eat? Mm-hmm. Um, then Saturday morning, zoo. Nice. We're going to try to hit up the Children's Museum as well.
0: Say hi to Fiona for me. Sunday
2: morning, we're doing the aquarium, which we've never done in yeah, Newport. That, dude,
1: it's it's the perfect little kid activity because it's only you- – Zoo can be an all-day affair. aquarium. You, you do it for like an hour we We're doing it Sunday two. morning. Yeah. That's
2: like we're going to hit it before we get out of town. Yeah, Breakfast, sir. aquarium, and then boom, She'll sleep the whole way back. Yeah, yeah that's going to be great. We're, we're pretty pumped about it. Uh, staying at the Graduate Hotel, have you ever stayed there in your travels to all the SEC cities? I'm,
1: I've been into lobbies because I feel like I've had to pick up press passes there,
2: so I kind of know the, the geist of them, if you will. That's what I stayed in Oxford, and it did cost an arm and a leg because mm-hmm. it was UK Ole Miss weekend. I like lucked into the hotel. But I was impressed with those places. They were pretty cool. Um, And their whole theme is like, you're going back to college. Like, your room key is an old student ID from, like, some woman from the 60s or something Mm -hmm. like that, which is pretty cool, pretty cool thing. So we're excited about it. But I do need to know, UK-Alabama game on Saturday, where should I watch it in Cincinnati? That's going to probably fall in. We're going to have a late nap time with the kiddo. So I'll probably be able to, like, go somewhere by myself. But we're staying close to UC's campus. If you need a point of reference, yeah, I'm not. Uh, cool. I'm not totally like I, I. don't know spots to go in Cincinnati besides just like you know games. No, yeah, I, I mean, know that. I knew that. I opened up enough. that. I opened up that tin roof that was uh, down there in the what's it called? The, uh, banks. the banks. Yeah,
1: because yeah. let's say you're close enough to the banks, but there's probably a better
2: Cincinnati's campus has. You know, they've got restaurants, bars, good you're, spots. You're
1: also just in a. It can be a questionable area. Oh! Cincinnati's campus.
2: Cincinnati's campus can be?
1: Oh, yeah. You never... Be- I don't stayed- know if they... I've heard they've upgraded that Kroger over there, but there was a Kroger right next to it. We used to go to this team basketball camp at UC every year, and that was like the last... It was like crossing the border wall. You know? like no, it, no, no, no. it was yeah. a little sketchy, but, like, you went any farther, you were in hot water. So, um but, no, there, there's... There's multiple areas there, so I'm sure that we'll have some suggestions. We've got a Thorne's bunch of Northern Kentucky
2: you. and Cincinnati listeners, so let me know. The texter says, Cal specifically mentioned negativity on the radio. Do you think he was talking about Scoots? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely getting <laughs> sick of Scooter Dingus.
2: Scoots has been a constant source of negativity on the radio.
0: <laughs> scoots, do you think that you're a more positive producer or more negative producer? I guess I should ask you all, but I like to think I'm more positive. Okay. Was that inaccurate? No, you're positive. I think you're positive. I think guy. for the most part I'm pretty positive. I mean, I do have my negative moments. So I won't deny that. Mm-hmm.
2: Like when you it's talk just like, IU basketball.
0: It's it's honestly just like driving for me as well. I, I, most of the time when I'm driving, I'm I'm positive. But then I got that one person that's just driving like an idiot, and I turn negative for a few minutes, and then I hop back into the positivity.
2: One, I had heard once, Scoots, that your negative thoughts – or they're just that you don't have to let them win out. So if yeah. you're getting mad on the road just say I'm I you know I am mad but I'm not going to I'm not going to
0: keep getting well, mad. it's funny that you bring that up because I tell myself that all the time and I've really tried to make a conscious effort the last month or two while driving anytime I get mad I just I try to tell myself like it's it's not a big deal. But you don't have to get You're mad. you're you going to not be angry. You're still going to get where you're going regardless sure. of this doofus in front of you. I so. like the
2: Scoot's is always working on himself, Roush. I think that's good. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. He did that meat thing for a while, where he was scared about the meat.
0: Yep, that didn't last long. But you tried.
2: <laughs> I mean, you you at least thought about it. But you realized that was mumbo jumbo, and you had to li- go get on living with your life. Morning, fellas. I heard a stat yesterday that over the last two, the last week, two games, UK has the fourth best defense in the country. I think we read that one right.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um,
2: TJ, oh, we read that one for Michael Bennett. We're as
0: well. in, we're in between. There's two X's. We need to read all the text in between those X's. I hear you. Uh, Roush, how much real estate do you
2: own in the brain of Liam Cohen? He went back and unblocked people yesterday.
1: Ah, that was smart. Also, if you just mute, that's what the mute button's for. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You don't do whatever you want at Liam Cohen. If you want to block people, that's fine. We're, I'm, I'm done with the Liam Cohen saga. The next time we'll hear about him is when he takes another job somewhere else and wish him the best. Hope he stays healthy and uh, good luck at Tampa. My... Top super double secret source tells me assistant coaches are telling them that Tony Bennett's offense is archaic, flat out abysmal. Don't shoot the messenger. That's just the word going around. Tight knit basketball circles, but their defense looks pretty solid. Someone do a wellness check on Lachlan McLean. Yeah, Virginia Wolf, not good. It seems like they've ca- they're in like a. With Tony Bennett, like, uh, you know, we love him. He won us the championship. What do we do with him?
1: The problem is, is he always had one or two NBA guys to mix in with all of his others. But that
2: I think Nils hurt in Virginia a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. They're still projected to make the field for now, but, man, the ACC is so bad. Really, like, they they, sh- they shouldn't get many teams. Um, but the bubble, at the end of the bubble, again, as it always is, really, really, really bad. That's why even during UK's really ugly streak, I wasn't thinking – like, I wasn't thinking bubble. Um, they, weren't, they, weren't, they weren't ever really flirting with that. Liam Cohen blocked me, and I didn't even add him in anything, so apparently he's just searching his own name on Twitter. It's always a bad look. The more I hear KRC Coach Cal commercial, the more certain I become. It's either an edited troll job or Cal's a robot. Why does he talk like that? An intricately edited troll job, says the texter.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I, no, I don't think we did any crazy editing. He was just pimping out. Um, it is great that we somehow clipped something evergreen from a that like applies Cal, yeah. two years ago. So. Yeah, well,
2: he's talking about this team. I mean, these are the players that he's talking about. These are the recruits that he's saying, and now they're playing for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we 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 need to get somebody else famous on the show so we can get another good audio clip or say something funny because we can't do the Coach Cal thing for another year. Why not? It'll
0: apply to next year's class, too.
2: Yeah, but at some point, it'll (laughs) be like, wow, they got Coach Cal on their show? You know, you back around the pandemic.
1: (laughs) Probably not a popular opinion, but it's been a fear that's been on my mind. If getting to Sunday in the SEC tournament is going to cost us some guys banged up before the tournament, somebody else can have it. Usually I care about the SEC tourney, but if we don't get the double bye, five days is a long time in Nashville, and with our league being a slugfest right now, it's a worry because I think we need everyone healthy to get to the Final
2: Four. Do you think Kentucky being at full strength will be beneficial? That's something that we've just cried about all season. One and all at full strength. Don't forget that. I, but there, there are
1: that. That's always been a talking point. Is in, is is just how much is it even worth it? Um, but now that we haven't had it in a while, we're like, we want to win the SEC. So yeah. I, I think to your point, Texter, if there a there's a if way to know for sure. If they're playing Thursday afternoon or night, then I'm totally with you because those teams never find a way to win at all. The time's too messed up. But if it's a they're playing Thursday at noon and they just go and win four in a row. Like, yeah, fine by me.
2: Yeah, and if if they're probably like if, that can, would
1: probably help them in the on the bracket on selection Sunday.
2: I think Kentucky will get a bye. Tonight's just such a huge game in determining that you like you can't really lose tonight and get a bye. If they don't, there's pretty good chance they'd be the five seed. And then the five seed play w- would play either Vandy or Missouri or Arkansas that Thursday. And then you're playing the four seed. So, like, theoretically, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. No. But you're right. If you're playing like the 9 30 game as the six seed or something you, like that, you're you, kind of you, toast. You don't often hear about those teams making runs. I think there's probably one or so. But the final, the SEC tournament run is like if you do it and you win and then you lose early in the tournament, you're going to blame that. If you do it and you win and you go on a run, you'll you'll say that that's a reason why. Um it, you can just look at it any which way. But I think it's similar to like the UK managers. Uh, did you see the UK managers rank number 1 again after a brief hiatus at number 2? Did not see that. They're back, Race Rot, he's Big just Ray. an absolute beast. They're back at number 1. And like it's funny how UK fans have started to care about the managers. Like not to any real degree Roush but there's this, and there's a culture around Lexington that if there's basketball being played, we should go ahead and win it. Like yeah. it's you can't like you know we should go, if it's if you're gonna yeah. go ahead and keep score, like all right, we may as well be the team that has more than you. And that applies to the SEC tournament. Texture, you could be right where it actually could be beneficial, where maybe this team gets more rest. And yeah, we'll need all freak out because they lost. But in the long run, in the big picture, you could be exactly right about that. But if you're gonna go ahead and tip it up and keep score. Us Kentucky fans have a hard time being on the wrong end of that score, regardless of the circumstances. Indiana Tim here, you don't want to know. I don't know what that's in reference to.
0: Where he works.
2: Oh, I, I do want to know. Worse than one annual, 0% interest. Not a prince. Prince. Another texter says, morning, fellas. Oh, we've okay. okay we we read the ones in between there, so now where are we? Um, We're just going to keep scrolling. Oh, man. one says, Roush, my fiance and I just actually finished John Adams' series. You're going to really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm fired up as well. Um, a little was hoping they would just be all be like an hour or a little bit under. I, like I don't have time carving out an hour. I mean, it's basically a movie, an hour and twenty minutes for the Declaration of Independence episode. So you're just basically getting like seven movies.
2: It's electric, though.
1: Oh, I'm I'm fired yeah. up. The best part too is I think wife will be like, oh yeah, I'll watch this, and she'll eventually fall asleep while I'm watching it. But you know, it'll. She'll she'll at least know the characters. It's not like she has to explain to me like, well, there's this guy and there's this. It's like, mm-hmm. no, that's Ben Franklin. Like that's that's old TJ. Me. By the way, you you saw me tagging that tweet, right?
2: I I, I saw.
1: You've you got a you got a son? That's, I I don't. No. Um,
2: Lucy could have could have had that name, but no, she's a girl. Baby Evie could have had that name, but she also uh, expected to be a girl. TW three. We'll, we'll, we'll have to we'll have Top to. Top flight
1: quarterback from Indiana. Yeah.
2: Another texter says, "Just to provide some perspective, a Reddit poster asked fans what teams they want to avoid in the tourney, and several UConn fans were listing Kentucky as the two or three teams they'd want to avoid in their region."
1: Oh yeah, that's that, a lot of people are going to be. I know saying there's
2: that. some like scorn Kentucky fans that are like, ah, I don't know, nobody. Of course, everybody wants to see this UK team. They don't play any defense. Just factually wrong. People are scared of explosive offense. Just yeah. naturally. Kentucky fans have been there before
1: too. And there's logo. Like that that is that is real. We get it on the other end in football, but we still have a little bit of stormtroopers walking in that and you hear the music and you're like, oh God. They're gonna do this again.
0: Yeah.
2: And again, late late has not mattered. Kentucky's lost those tournament games. Um but teams are would, would want to avoid UK versus a who is who's also considered to be like in the five-seed range. Could you, would you rather play Clemson or Kentucky, folks? <laughs> would you rather play Dayton or Kentucky, folks? I mean, seriously. Yeah. yeah. It, you, you No-brainer. People are going to want to avoid Kentucky, but yeah. that's all right. Well, let's hope we get a better seed.
1: Gaddy's is still in Nick. Oh, love to hear that. Great place. Yeah, we'd go
2: there hungover Saturdays many a times.
1: Is there something to our team playing away from home and players saying they play better on the road than at home? Also, there were people going after players. Check their social media accounts and KSR+. All right. If, if the players are on message boards looking for people to talk to them, then they're just – talk bad about them. They're just looking for
2: – I wouldn't blame the it. players, though, for just being on their social media – uh, there are crazy and idiotic fans out there. There always has been. There always will yeah, be. Yeah,
1: and I mean, like that's like, is it a day that ends in why? Well, yes. Like that. Yeah. That's just how. That's the cost of doing business.
2: But it's pretty obvious what Cal's doing. Yeah. Like he he is fine he's, being the lightning rod. Yes, as he, long he, as he in his brain thinks the attention is on him and not the players. Even if it, even if he's a little misguided on where the attention's been, it's also naive to say that there hadn't been. People criticizing players—they always have been. Yeah, they always it's just will be. The
1: more majority of it has been on him. This yeah,
2: year. and I, he, but like even if he knows he's doing this by design, he's trying to get the attention on him. That's fine. Uh, again, Roush, what do we always say? Just don't get worked up by what that dude says, one thing or another.
1: I do think that there is That's something the to playing away from home. You get this with teams quite a bit, where especially now that they've lost multiple games at RUP, there might be a mental block there. But I certainly remember. Some football teams, uh, was it the 18? But a lot of them are like, yeah, we kind of like being the bad guys on the road. There's some that absolutely yeah. embrace it. So There's you, some that don't. You hope that we see please, that tonight. Please beat LSU. You need to do it.
2: A texter says, I mean, you got people tagging Justin Edwards on Instagram, telling him to transfer. I would say people are attacking the kids. All those rumors about DJ quitting on the team because he was injured. I think a lot of the people don't see the other social media stuff because they're only on their own Twitter and Facebook. KSR Plus is a pretty gross place. And mods let gross rumors stay up. It's wild over there. You also get to see how much members of KSR hate Cal. Um, I, I would say, and it, it is there. There are there's more shenanigans over at another premium message board than there is at KSR <laughs> yeah. Plus. I I can say that now. But again, but like, also like this is this is the internet. Oh, uh, you yes. think like we, that, we can't act new to the internet?
1: Yeah. And you know what? Is it bad here? Yeah. It's bad everywhere. It's the internet. It's a bad place. Like that. So I I don't think we need to go over like and do scare tactics that like Kentucky fans are bad. It's the internet. People are people suck on the internet. If you don't want to see it, then you don't have to. Uh, another texter says, "Hey TJ, I don't feel like looking this up. If Kentucky and Tennessee split the series and finished with the same SEC record, who gets the better seed in the SEC tournament?" Yeah, so
2: I responded to them. It goes your record against the top team. So let's say Kentucky and Tennessee are tied. What is their record against Al- and you know what, Alabama? What's the that's, record against so Alabama? Well, this Alabama
1: game is huge. Let's say Kentucky. they were
2: both one and zero or zero and one against Alabama. Then it's the next team in the in the rankings, and then maybe it gets to Kentucky and Tennessee. Then you go to the team below them, and then you get the the split, and that's how you come up with the tiebreaker there. And then they responded and said, "Uh oh, I need Kentucky to win out and Bama to lose an additional game. I might have placed a hefty a hefty wager on Kentucky getting the one seed in Nashville a while back." And what I'd add to that, and I i don't know, maybe your bet was Kentucky being the one seed in Nashville. If Kentucky ties for a top of the SEC, they are SEC champions. Yeah, so if you bet a SEC
1: championship wager, you get it, even if it's a share.
2: And if Kentucky – and that, they may lose the tiebreaker and be the two seed. Roush, it could be a three-way tie at the top, yeah. and Kentucky could be the three seed. But they would still get an SEC regular season trophy. Yeah. I'm wondering
1: how they do the cash-outs for that.
2: I don't know, but I would imagine – the sports books may be up to no good. A texter says, Morning, fellas, TJ. I might say more about me than Reeves, but I've been really impressed with him this year and didn't think he would take this big of a jump. Same. Last year, it seemed like SEC play was too much for him at times, coming from the OVC. This year, he looks a lot more confident, comfortable overall, well, and more polished, more well-rounded player. Has he met your all's expectations or exceeded them? Curious to hear your all's opinion. Anybody that said he hasn't exceeded expectations, I think, would be lying." Roush, when spring ball comes back up, could you ask the players what it means to them to be the first ones back in the NCAA game and their overall perspective? It's got to be a really cool feeling for them. Well, you all have a good one. That's from Levi. Levi, you have a good one. Thanks for uh, chatting so, with us. So I'll probably do that,
1: but the big thing is just once the game's actually back, like they'll actually be able to play and you know, might, might be able to get something where they do some streaming, yeah. and Play the game. There's, Ooh, there's a lot of like Roush has some coals. There's the a fire. lot of uh,
2: possibilities out there. Indiana Tim here. Legend has it, heavy metal was forged in Pekin, Indiana. That's a
0: fact. That's nice. false.
2: The 38 and one team had a closer game at LSU in that game with Towns photobombing Cal post game on interview on ESPN. Yeah, that was really oh, yeah. fun. I think that's when Cal was like making the funny faces that like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And then Cal and then Cat came in the background and yeah. did that. He was almost like negging his team and like
1: dogging them to be
2: bad yeah Yeah, that was and then uh it was two five in the racing form all right predictions for tonight i think kentucky wins a close one i'm nervous about tonight i'll take the cats 86 83 some late game free throws from rob dillingham wins it Hmm,
1: interesting dilly dilly coming in the clutch um you mean DJ Wagner being that dog again. I think Kentucky's going to keep the intensity up. And I agree with Levi's point. His Reeves's response this year has been incredible. Um, but let's get a big ado game. Let's shut Jordan Wright down. You shut Jordan Wright down, then you win easy. And I kind of think that's what Kentucky's going to do. 89-78. Uh,
0: I'm going to go with LSU here. LSU about one. Oh, Scoot's picking 80, the upset. 80-79.
2: Everybody have a great Wednesday. Enjoy the late night game. We'll be back bright and early to talk about it in the morning or the Dash Clips game show on my Twitter if you're interested in that. Thanks for all the text into the show. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio.